Hey, this podcast is sponsored by our personal finance courses. So if you have problems with mastering your money and you need help, go down below and learn how to master your money. And this is a plan that anyone of any income level can follow. It is simple and easy to follow for any income level in any situation. And it's very straight to the point. And if you want to learn how to make money online, go down below as well. And we'll see you in future episodes. Downgrading my car to eliminate my car payments. And check out 40inbox.com to master your money. So a few months after graduating college and settling down into a stable job, I purchased a new 2018 Subaru Crosstrek for $28,000 in March 2018. I do not really regret buying this car since it is very solid and I was planning on owning this car until it passes away. It has been perfect for any snowboarding, hiking, kayaking trip I have taken so far. I also have been aggressive with my car payments and only have $14,000 left on the loan. However, the market for selling used cars seems to be very good right now. I heard that people have been able to sell their cars over the KBB value. By the way, this is true. Out of curiosity, I checked my car's Kelly Blue Book and Carvana value and the KBB's instant cash offer was $20,900, and Carvana's offer was $21,900. Owning a newer car has been great, but if I could sell my car for twenty-two dollars to $23,000 and buy something used for eight dollars to $10,000, I would essentially not have any car payments. Technically speaking, you definitely would not have any more car payments. Now, I really do not see any downsides with downgrading my car if it means I wouldn't have any car payments, but I wanted to get your guys' thoughts before I jump to any conclusions. I would also like to add that I still have $50,000 left in student loans to pay off, so any extra money I am saving is going towards that. So one way to really view this for somebody else in a similar situation is that technically speaking, let's just say like, you know, like $14,000, right? Left on the loan technically really isn't that bad because yeah, your car might be worth more than that, but that's how much you owe, right? So that amount owed isn't really that much. Now, the thing is, I don't know what this person technically makes per year like if they make per year you know let's say fifty thousand dollars and they have this car i would honestly just like if i was in this situation i'd probably just keep the car and just go harder on the car payments to get it paid off within a year right because the car isn't completely out of means right here's the thing right you do not want to be car poor, and you do not want to be house poor, and you want to build a strong foundation. The problem is, with with the situation that he's actually in, him having these student loans makes his foundation 
pretty wobbly, right? That being said, a car loan, right, or like a car worth, technically isn't that bad if it's under half of your annual income, right? You shouldn't take it, especially if you have other debt. But the thing is, he's already in this car, and I mean, look, if you were to go buy a car, like he says, it'd be like eight to ten thousand dollars. Is it doesn't really make much sense, right? Like the difference really isn't enough for it to really make a huge impact. Yes, he would be at a debt when it comes to cars, but the way you gotta view it, because again, I don't know what this person's income actually is. Let's just say you know fifty thousand dollars. He's going to have to spend, you know, maybe two to three years paying off his student loan debt. Right, so if that's the case, then after that, he's going to have to basically increase his car because he's going to upgrade the car. Because you know, eight to ten thousand dollar car, depending on the car, would need to be updated fairly soon. Right? Again, it depends on the car. So it might be a better situation because obviously we don't know how much he makes or she makes. But basically, it'd probably be better to just keep this car. Be much more focused on getting this car payment done, so that you can hammer down your student loans, so you could have that super strong foundation to start your life on a very good footing, right? And anyone else in like a similar situation, this is something that you probably should do, right? It's something that you should really think about. It is the difference big enough for the hassle? To me. This is not really worth the hassle. This isn't really worth the hassle having to sell the car, buy another car, making sure the car is cheap enough to where I could actually pay off all these loans that I have for the car, right? It's like, like you want to just be like, eh, like is it really worth it? That's the thing that you also got to really think about too. Like, is it worth your time to go through this hassle, right? Because another way to view it, right, is that okay, it'd be like a. Four thousand difference, basically, and let's just say you work a side job for two months. Okay, there's your four thousand dollars right there. Like, was that difference worth it, right? Or maybe you could just, you know, not go out to eat, and there you go. That's the difference, right? So it all depends on, you know. What your personal life is actually like, what you're actually doing in your life, and that's something to really keep in mind and think about. Because you know, look, personal finance is personal, but the thing is, you do not want to be car poor. You don't want to be house poor. You want to be pretty stress free in how you go about do like doing things, so that you can do it for a very long time, right? And what I mean by that is that it's basically like. A diet situation, right? You can diet hard in the very beginning, but then to maintain something, you're going to have to start scaling it back a little bit, and then you know do that for the rest of your life kind of situation, right? So, for example, we could use this whole debt situation, right? He could go super hard in getting rid of this debt in the form of selling the car and then buying a car in cash and then going super hard on his student loans. But then scale it back to the point where he has more of a life, and then is able to maintain more of a life, invest more, enjoy more of his life. But like, again, you can't like, you can't have your foot to the gas pedal 
a hundred percent of the time for more like more than like a decade or something, right? So depending on what this person's income actually is, you might want to work super hard for like the first three or four years so that you could get completely out of debt so that your foundation is super strong so that you could scale back a little bit and live a livable life and enjoy your life and then start investing and do the things that you really want to do, right? Because no one wants to work super hard just so that they can basically get themselves out of the hole. No one really wants to do that. You want to work super hard so that you can get something that you really want. You can invest how you want to do. You can go on trips on to certain places that you want to do. Like you want to work, you want to get to the point where when you work hard, you have like a direct return from that and something that you are passionate about or something that you are truly enjoying. The whole purpose of working hard in the beginning to get rid of this debt is so that later on you can live a super amazing life with a super less stressful weight on top of your shoulders, right? So that's something to really think about in this situation or even similar situations, right? Because a lot of people don't really factor this in at all. And, you know, feel free to share this if you hear this to someone else who might need to hear this. But a lot of people don't even realize the mental health issue that carrying a lot of debt has on them or having to face like a lot of different financial stressors, right? That's like a factor that people either don't want to admit they don't want to talk to to anyone else because, you know, finances can be super personal. And the thing is, if you are able to like build a strong foundation when it comes to financial speaking, then it makes it easier to deal with other things in life, right? For example, if you have a strong financial foundation, then let's say, you know, a family member passes away, right? You know, God forbid. Well, guess what? Yes, it will be hard. Yes, you'll cry. Yes, you'll probably get super depressed, you know, for like a very long time, right? And you'll keep on getting depressed. But if your financial foundation is strong, then you don't have to stress about a roof over your head. You don't have to stress about eating. You don't have to stress about feeding your kids if you have kids. You don't have to stress about, you know, not being able to spend time with, you know, your significant other, doing whatever because you're able to, you know, still go on dates. You're still able to do stuff with them. You're still able to spend time with them. You're still able to show that you care about them, right? Because if you are struggling with money, it makes everything harder. Whereas if you are not struggling with money, yes, you have other struggles, but they're not like an exponential stressor right it's not something that can like just continuously escalates and scales up like as like you know to the 10th power basically of oh my god you know is my life ending or something like that right but if you have a strong financial foundation it basically takes a weight over your shoulders it basically unshackles your legs and you just feel honestly probably a little bit more safer either in your own mind or just in your life. So that's something to really think about that a lot of people do not ever think about or even talk about because maybe they're too embarrassed or something. But feel free to watch more or listen to more episodes. Feel free to check out 14box.com to contact us, your personal finance story or question. And you can learn the secret to mastering your money below. And you could actually join and basically learn a very simple and easy plan to mastering your money that you can stick to. 
right? It's very simple to understand, but it's something that anyone of any income level can stick to, and that's the biggest thing about it is that anyone can do it, and they can stick with it. That's the main thing. It's super uncomplicated, right? Now you can also learn to make money online below, but that's another thing.、Uh, feel free to share this with someone who might needs to learn more about finances and just keeping, well, getting a stronger financial foundation. And we'll see you in future episodes.